This week on the Push Ball Legs podcast, we talk about unilateral pressing and unilateral movement in total. Also about COVID tier three, what's happening with the gyms, and vegan and plant-based products. Are they the way to go? Ready? Yeah. Always. Right, three, two, one. You still representing Gymshark, Daniel. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Push Four Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. It's going to work. That's mate, they're all inclusive now, so they even take short bald men with no muscle. So <laughs> I've got even more chance of sponsorship now than I have before. So I mean, you're, um, you're, you're actually above average height, so... Yeah, I'm not compared to their models, I'm not. Little, little, little fact, Dan isn't as small as he makes out. It's just the people he's normally surrounded by. Me, I'm yeah. six foot one, and then Mike is, he's, he's got a little bit bigger than me, maybe? Yeah, I think he's six one six, six two. Yeah. Six one six two. so he's constantly surrounded by us. Not saying as big as Mike. And then, obviously, if you see you in stories with Laura, Laura's just tiny. She's basically like four yeah. foot. So you, you always seem yeah. like a giant there, though. Yeah, Isabel, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have as much muscle as Mike. Like he's got, like, I think he's like hundred and must be hundred and ten or fifteen. Beast, isn't he? Beast. Yeah. Mm. So it always makes you feel a little mm. bit, uh, a little bit small. Me and you probably got similar amounts of muscle mass, like as a frame goes. You're a bit bigger than me, actually. I think. I'm a bit um, just because you're like a bit taller. Mm. But yeah, never mind. P- it's what it petite, is. Petite, mate. Petite. Yeah. Just love, Ath- live Athletic is what I'm. I'm going for. Athletic mm. and quick enough to run after a pastry. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's what I that's what I think I I want I aspire to be like over the next few years. That's my goal is to get to that point where I can train well, train hard, lift some heavier heavyish weight, but don't feel like I'm just always out to gain muscle. Like there's more to life than just hypertrophy mm. training. No, like, really? Wow. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it. Look on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. but there is. Like, you know. It's the well, online fitness business or a fitness business outside of my brain seems to be uh, only eight to th- between eight and 12 reps, eight to 12 reps only. Mm. Yeah. I mean, no, I, 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 like, who, I get it. Was it? it was one of my, one of my coaches, third player. He was actually, it was ribbing into me because uh, I uh, overheard me whilst I was coaching and I gave my client, I told him to do seven reps. And he, uh, <laughs> he filmed me saying it. He was like, seven. Was like, That's yeah. a classic for you, though, isn't it? That's what can't you do. do can't different. do PT school anymore. The, that, seven reps doesn't even exist in PT school. So, no, it doesn't, does it? No. Crazy. It's quite funny writing all of the, uh, the learning objectives and stuff at the moment for the new PT core. And uh, I have to give like rep considerations to basically all, I don't know, 12 of our movement groups and stuff that I'm putting together. And <laughs> I just find myself putting three to 15 on every single one. I was like, yeah. just for regressions, anywhere between eight and 15, for progressions, anywhere between three and 10. <laughs> and I'm like, crack on. It doesn't give a sh- I don't care. Like, just lift it and do it well. <laughs> if if you get and then one of my rule of thumb if you bash out like two weeks at 10 reps at a decent like weight or something like that crack on you can uh, increase the load that's my rule yeah. of thumb on most most exercises as soon as you're smashing tens you've got no business lifting that weight 
Um, it's too yeah. simple that, mate. Isn't it? It's a bit too simple, really. Too, far too simple. Where, so, what do we, 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 need to know our, we, we need to know our <laughs> MRV, uh, R&R, and whatever the other one's called. ABCs as well. The ABCs. Before we can delve into them, we need to know whether that person can do a specific range of motion and movement and mm. eccentric phasing lift. Nah, if they can do 10 at that weight, probably increase the load a little bit. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? It's not a bad way of looking at it. You know? My gen- general general rule, but you know, yeah. I won't. I won't. You can, you can steal that one. Oh wait, you probably oh, yeah. Mate. <laughs> 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 steal everything of yours, mate. You know me. Come on. Dan, Anything you say, of, mate, I write it down. Dan's a fan of uh, a fan of foam rollers now. <laughs> no, that's not gonna happen anytime soon, is it? <clears throat> um, no. Do right, you know what? Like with foam rollers, like so, because I, I saw that, I saw you put that, and. Um, I actually the other day did we've got a foam roller in the, in the living room. I got it out. My my issue with foam rollers is that I they don't they don't actually do huge amounts and all that sort of jazz. It's just the thing that I hate is when people rely on them when people talk about them as if they're magic. And I'm like, no, if it makes you feel yeah. a bit good, then do it. But just no, it's not actually doing anything. Like it might make you feel a bit looser and that's all great and a placebo is fine. But it's when you see people and they're like, this is going to change your life. You're like, no, it's not. It's really not. Like, it's not. It'll, it'll like, be like I, I was talking to some. They're like, "Yeah, I'm using a foam roller and I'm stretching for half an hour a day." And I'm like, "Crack on! You just recoil back to whatever you were doing, yeah. more than likely, because you haven't strengthened in the range that you obtained. So it doesn't matter." <laughs> I, was like, I, so I, I did that small post the other day um, about like using weight to force yourself into a range that you don't usually mm. go into. And it's that whole thing of like weight training in itself is flexibility training, but people just don't like to hear that. And people don't understand, I think, when they stretch how much resistance they put under their, their muscles under. They don't understand it. And just because they're stretching without weight, they think, oh, this is okay. It's just stretching. It's like, no, that's literally what you're doing when you have a weight in your hand or on your back <laughs> yeah. going to that movement. That is literally what you're doing. Um, and yeah, I just think people need to spend more time in those stretch positions with weight, with load, because you're effectively just doing stretching. And as you said, when you then strengthen that load, uh, strengthen that, um, that range you're in with load, um, the, the differences stick around. Like it sticks yeah. around there. Then that becomes your new range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rather than just picking up a foam roller, rolling around in it for a little bit, pulling your uh, foot behind you to your bum, going, oh, I stretched my quad out. Yeah, there we go. It's stretched. No, that's not stretching. That's not like, it's not it at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, yeah, you know, with foam rollers, it's that whole thing of like, yeah, by all means, crack on and do it. And, you know, I've done it in the past and, and do it occasionally now if I feel like I just fancy doing something. But yeah. it doesn't do anything. It doesn't really do I think I, I think, like, if I was going to have to take someone and I could only do, like, stretching and foam rolling, just so with the goal of increasing mobility and flexibility, if on, I could only do stretch and foam rolling or I could do strength training safely, I'd pick the strength training and be like, I'm going to do this because this is going to work or... <laughs> it's that whole thing isn't it it's that hierarchy it's like it's like in nutrition they've got the, you know nutrition you've got the one the which is calories oh, macros yeah, yeah. you know they, meal time they fucking love a pyramid in nutrition don't they, they fucking yeah love they it. do <laughs> it's, the same, it's, like, it's like in training though in training the equivalent of foam rolling is supplements it's like that level and people just don't do basic level strength training compound movements through full range of motion mm. Yeah, they'll jump to the glute kickbacks, the banded work, the the perfect warm-ups, the foam the roller. And it's like, you know, that stuff's like that top-end range. And you're like, you can't even squat 100 kilos to depth. What are you worrying about? Like, what are you worrying oh, about? Oh, mate, can we, can we just have, like, 
can we ban something like Room 101 style? And I would like to put, yeah, there's a new thing we're going to do every week now. I would like, Dan, to put into Room 101 is the back squat bar pad thing used for so hip thrusting, crack on. Anything other than hip thrusting, get rid of it. It should be please. called the thrust pad. Not, it could, not should be called a thrust pad, pad shouldn't it? Because yeah. that b- pad, oh, there was a, all right, there was, I got really annoyed in the gym Clearly. today. Clearly, Thomas. That's why <laughs> I, I, it's because I was hit, because I was hip thrusting. There are two pads in that gym, okay? And he had this chap. He had the nice one that I like, that I purchased I didn't purchase, I purchased it for the gym, but I was the one who purchased them. Um, and he was using the ones that I like. And there was one shitty one that came with a barbell. And I had to use that one, which doesn't, doesn't wrap as well. and doesn't stay there yeah. as well as the other one. And he was using it on, and he, I, he squatted like three or four times. He's got 50 kilos. Fair enough, he can't squat that anyway. And he's got that pad on. You know, you yeah, might 50 kilos though. 50 kilos. I know he's strong. And um, the pad, right. For people going, oh, it hurts my back. No, there's meant to be a little bit of muscle there. So between like your traps and probably your posterior delts, all this bit is actually, it's probably creating a little ledge and actually creates a little ledge on, on your shoulders. It's quite good. And if you get that bar in the right place, even if you're low, don't low bar it. If you're if you need if you don't need to but even the low bar like sits on your shoulder plate pretty well um it doesn't hurt you back what the the pad does is create instability on a fucking essentially this lad was probably only about 70 kilos so he's at about 0.85 of his body weight just balancing on a little i don't know thing on his back rather than being pressed into it and suddenly you it's become a compensatory kind of stabilization movement rather than a compound and i'm like what is going on because you can feel it like i've i've you you can see it you can feel it as soon as that pad it's not stable like put a spongy it's like the same as like why we don't deadlift in spongy shoes Mm, i don't deadlift and squat on trampolines so that's my advice good yeah room 101 the fucking squat pad whoever invented that fuck off Agreed. Not Agreed. Good, mate. All right. Um, we're going to talk about I got one, two, three, four things before we. I mean, we just spent ten minutes doing that. But all right, we have to give our, I guess, view on what's happened in the gym scenario tier three Liverpool esque Nick Whitcomb, Whitcomb, Whitcomb. Sorry Whitcomb, if I pronounced yeah, that Whitcomb. I describe W H I T C O Whitcomb. Don't know. Whitcomb, Whitcomb, Whitcomb. Um, not Whitcomb. Jeez. Right, but old Nick at the uh, <laughs> the gym in Liverpool. He's kept his gym over for open for six days. Is that what that video was? Something like that. Yeah. Something like six days, and it's like a a snowballing effect on um, obviously the petition. I'm sure you did. You sign it, Penya? Yes. So did I. Um, I'm not too sure how many signatures got now. So there's a, I'm sure everybody's I listened. 360,000, I think. There you I go. Everybody's, every, all our listeners, have, clearly, uh, all of them, have clearly signed. <laughs> 360,000. Um, to keep gyms open if, they're, if we enter tier three, which obviously I am 
incredibly close to being in with mm. old London London lockdown looming. Three hours, mate. Um, yeah. So he's stayed open and done the cost of the grant, is it, for the positive like welfare of uh, his clients and his members, mm. saying it's it's more of a kind of psychological, physical well-being rather than the uh, and emotional, I guess, um, than the COVID scenario, which I totally get. But you're kind of caught in a rock and a hard place, aren't you? With like, actually, you want to be a responsible citizen and follow the rules. And as a gym, even in tier two, so right now I'm in tier two, Daniel, and I'm not allowed to mix households indoors. What does the gym do? It mixes households indoors. Um, fair enough that it's like a clean place, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. But and I, it only counts for 1.7% of infection compared to actually indoors in a person's house. It's like 2 3%. Um, uh, I yeah, know. I think that there's... I think in a gym, you're far less likely to be that close to someone. Correct. So um, nobody stands super close. So you're not in a, like a person's house. So you're you sitting or... next to you for a long time, which there I understand. So this is what, don't get me wrong. Obviously, I want them to stay open. Um, but I can understand. I think, the, 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 I think the main thing comes from the, throughout this, which has been the thing that people seem to be forgetting throughout it. Because I see all the memes about like, oh, coronavirus must go home at 10 p.m. Uh, must only comes out after 10 p.m. Whatever. It's like, no. No, you're a fucking idiot. It's about minimizing infection, right? It's not about eliminating it. Like you can't eliminate it. It's about minimizing it whilst also maximizing, I suppose, the economy, right? So that's the whole point of this. Like it's not about, like from what I can understand anyway, it's about minimizing infection. Like you can't reduce, you can't like make it non-existent. That was what we tried to with lockdown, right? And they don't want, no one wants that again. So basically what they're saying is, yeah, you can go to the gym but you can't mix inside. Take your pick. What would you rather do? And actually most people know that with gyms and things like that, that you, you need it for your physical mental health, but also you don't really mix that closely with people compared to what you would do if you had your mates around for a party in your house, whatever. But the other thing that I, I think with it is that my concern was that if you go into a tier three now, and then someone goes, oh, I'm going to join the gym. They never go to the gym before. It's like, no, that's not like, because then they will start getting full. It's like, no, you can't just randomly join a gym now. There should be people that have already been members for the last three or four months or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that's what people need to just remember. It's like the government or whoever's in charge are, are giving us options really to go, right, well, you can't mix indoors with people, but you can still go to the pub and restaurant. It's like, well, yeah, because the chances of you getting as close to someone in there as you would do in a house is, is lower. You're also keeping the economy open and sort of stuff. And I just find it funny how like again some of the memes and stuff i'm just like yeah it's not like you just don't get it and i get that you're trying to make someone laugh and trying to make a funny meme or whatever like coronavirus at 1001 whatever is out and a knife yeah. it's not it's not about that it's not about that though is it again it's that whole decision making after 10 p.m if you're more drunk you've had more alcohol people just don't give a shit as much all that sort of stuff um and that's the thing i think about it is people they're trying to do the best by both the economy and also people's health and it's hard to balance the two. You're always going to get these people throw up all these, all these issues. But the thing with the gyms, the only reason I think people have kicked off about the gyms is because the research and the evidence is there to say that there's not that much being transmitted at gyms. And why are they thrown in with the mixture of everything else? Um, that's the argument. And also the fact that they're reporting that people who are healthy are not dying from, from from coronavirus and it tends to be people who are more obese and maybe older and that sort of stuff and they're saying that Boris Johnson himself I think was like if he was fit and healthy he would have been better he would have coped with it better and it's like 
So don't close gyms then. Right. <laughs> Basically, isn't it? It just seems a bit odd, but I think it's a different argument if the transmission rates in gyms is a lot higher. I think it's a different Correct. argument. Correct. I think it's just because it's so low and although they've now got the they've now got the data to back it up to go, yeah. well, no, like this is stupid. Um and even gyms are doing the best. You know, they're closing their changing rooms, they're closing the showers, they're closing all that. It's literally you walk in, you train, you get out. Well, that's all we want. That's all we want as a minimum. So we're fine yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, it's like, all right, we'll, we'll sacrifice, we'll smell in our car or like, I will quite happily yeah, go shower at home. Like, yeah. I get the, the commuter clients might be able to, like, correct, but I'm, I'm fine with like jumping on the tube or getting cycling back over or whatever to mine and just be like I'll shower at home it's not going to make that much of a difference I get I probably don't have a, the sweatiest sessions as some of the uh, cardio bunnies out there but yeah mm. alright maybe maybe. Well, again if you're a cardio bunny you can run around outside <laughs> yeah <laughs> take, don't take up the space in the gym yeah exactly don't take up our capacity gee yeah um, yeah but it's also it was it was annoying as well with uh I guess because half terms just kicked in and we actually had a few like three or four days where it was starting to look more normal for PT as well. Mm. Um, so I'm sure there's still trainers in one-to-one circumstances are struggling back up there, but I can say if you still keep playing at it and the clients do come back. So, I mean, I'm back up at, at pre COVID levels, absolutely fine. So that's, is what it is i think you just have to ride out that storm on one-to-one training and just mm. take the leads or do some lead generation if you can um yeah even even myself daniel i've taken on two new clients One oh, there you go i know two new clients fill those lovely 7 a.m slots with people um so i can do three four hours of pt then work for luke like a dog um, yeah Oh, you love it. You love it. <laughs> Fine. Uh, yeah, just or just come up with uh, cool cool gym exercises for Dan to copy. Um, yeah, I'll just copy it, mate. I've just noticed well, I'm just on the BBC just on the BBC News website, I was just looking at um at the thing about the, the body tech fitness guy. And I've just noticed that on the homepage now there are two tabs that are there. So you've got the homepage, and you know how you usually have like the UK sport, weather, yeah. science, all that sort of stuff. The first two, one coronavirus, two US election. Is it? those two uh, things are going to dominate the world aren't they uh, over the next couple of months jesus like it's... you see that you see the, the the u.s election now for the next the last uh debate that they're gonna, they're gonna mute the microphones yeah so they can't oh. talk over each other <laughs> he's just an idiot isn't he like i just look at his look at his picture now he's so orange why is he so orange? so like, orange it's unreal just get a better tan mate come on like he should be able yeah, to afford it it's quite scary to see what could happen in the world if um, well, if it goes either way, to be honest. I don't know. No one really knows. <laughs> I mean, we, let's hope. I mean, let's hope Biden wins. Um, yeah. Uh, I just think it's all... I just think if he wins as well, like Trump... Like he's already said, hasn't he? He's, oh, like, he's already said he's going to leave. Like, I don't want to leave. Yeah, that kind of stuff. It's like, really, mate? Come on, you're just a kid now. <laughs> But anyway, we we don't need to go into American politics. Um, no, no, we don't. No, no, we don't. No, no. no. You you wanted to discuss because um, Dan, Dan, I feel I feel like from going um, a good Instagram page, I feel like this Instagram page has uh, turned a bit shit on the old form police because the last two weeks you've been a bit naff on it. 
And then firstly, it was like, yeah, cracking job. This is hilarious. And now you're like, mm. yeah. Yeah, I just saw a post today that was on their story, I think, and it was just slagging off unilateral pressing. Oh, no, it didn't want slagging it off. I think someone posted a video of them, admittedly shit form, unilateral pressing. So they have both dumbbells up at the top, and then they're just, pre- they're just pressing one dumbbell while they hold the other one still. And then on the next story, they put, don't even get me started on unilateral pressing. And I was like, what about how good it is or <laughs> what like, and it wasn't obviously it was like they were slagging it off and yeah it just made me think you know i just think sometimes it's again it comes back to that thing we said at the start which looks like everyone's everyone thinks that everything's about hypertrophy in the world and it's like actually mm-hmm. it's not and like they posted something the other day saying how every exercise you do should be between the naught and four reps in reserve rep range and i was like mm, disagree again like it's just <laughs> a bit like Mm, like really though what if you're doing power work what if you're you know you're doing plyometrics what if you know you just don't fancy that day you're telling me that if you did six reps in reserve you're gonna get no benefit whatsoever i'm like no like it's not like that it doesn't work like that um yeah i just i just said a few things i just think are a little bit now i'm just a bit more like "Ah, okay get it yeah it's the videos were funny but actually don't start imparting knowledge now like just stick to the videos a bit (laughs) like let's not try and um but no i saw the other day that they were taking on clients as well that was that was that was interesting interesting. so like they were like oh yeah we're gonna take on a few people for programming and i was like oh convenient um (laughs) maybe i'll interesting to see how they get on because if you don't know who they are like why would you work with them do you know i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know the people behind it no one i don't think anyone does uh, they're, they're brummies i think right. they're brummies but but like they mess, you messaged me that whoever whoever it is messaged me the other day and um they were asking my opinion on the person that they posted on their stories they were like oh do you think that's all right do you think that butt wink's all right is it acceptable and this sort of stuff <laughs> so i don't know anyone from birmingham so it's not be anyone i know but obviously someone <laughs> who cares what i think enough to ask that question but um yeah so it's, it's, i just find it interesting like that Maybe we should invite them on. Sure. <laughs> we can argue about unilateral pressing. Oh, yeah. Right. Jesus. Um, where do we get started? All right. Um, we can have them so, on. We can have them on. They could, they could not show their video. That's fine. Like, we could just do Zoom. Like, no, no video. No problem. Just wear a mask. It'd be fine. Oh, people can just wear masks now and it is anyway. Masks, sunglasses on it. Um, yeah, unilateral yeah, like, pressing. I think it's... I think, yeah, with unilateral pressing. So before we, we go into it, my, what I would say is that obviously it's it's opinion right it's like this is just our opinion and their opinion right is it, is it opinion well no i'm just saying like if they we're, we're they're not here to argue their case right so, oh right yeah, yeah okay we can argue ours though i think you posed the question pre was just like if you could only do either bilateral or unilateral pressing for the rest yeah. of your life what would you pick and i think we both unanimously on the on the team of two um, the judge's decision was both unilateral shock horror. Mm. You can probably see where this uh, conversation was going. <laughs> um, yeah. and we both gone unilateral. That, I think that's unilateral in terms of all pressing as well, right? Overhead and yeah. So vertical and horizontal. Did you have to, did you have, you're cradling your little baby? Yeah. Sorry. Molly was in Isabel's room sleeping on her bed and then she barked. So obviously she wanted to get down oh, and now Frankie's yeah. barking in the other room, but I don't know why he's barking now. Do you know what I mean? It's just Probably because you're not cuddling. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, like I, th- I thought it was odd. Like I thought it was odd that that, that stance, because for me, 
with unilateral pressing, you're going to get the you, same you, hypertrophy. You come at it from a hypertrophy point of view, and I'll come from a... Yeah, yes. But even from a hypertrophic point of view, you're going to get the same benefit. Like, I don't see how there's any less benefit. There's no less benefit. Like, you get arguably probably more in, increased range of motion for most people with unilateral pressing. Uh, across the board, usually you see that, compared to um, machines that use double arm, things like that. You get less lower back rounding. You get less, um, I suppose, force or... or um, other muscle groups coming in to help out. So therefore you actually get more directly targeted tension on your shoulders through a fuller range of motion. Plus you're more likely to be able to highlight imbalances in hypertrophy between each shoulder and work those imbalances. So you would actually have a better looking physique purely from a hypertrophy point of view doing unilateral. Like there's no, like, I don't see any like negative. Yeah, I mean, like Frankie the, does. Frankie, <laughs> Frankie is like got a real absolutely bargain. Um, so the interesting thing is, like, obviously from bilateral, from a progression standpoint, um, in on loading, obviously you could you could generally load more. So maybe the plausibility of loading would be the thing that you can go on. But then you can still it's, it's pointless because then like your three RM or your ten RM or whatever a one RM is still the, the amount of you can elicit on that load so it doesn't really matter it's all relative right um so that's the only it doesn't change i don't think it changes the tension on the shoulder it's just if you if you have a bi if you have bilateral yeah no you still all you do is use your upper body your upper back your upper body your back and everything else to take that load a little bit more it's still so it's still the same amount through the shoulder. Physiologically and mechanically, the, the stuff that's going on when you go into unilateral pressing, especially when you, I'm guessing that's just go into what that lad was doing, was probably trying to do an alternate press, which I do quite readily with my people, but this was just, just one arm alternate. I get why he's got the dumbbell in one side, but just don't bother, mate. Just try and leave, yeah. like get some tension on the other side. So on that side where his arm is not moving, he's meant to be doing something called a radiation. Um, I'm, you talk, like heard me talk about that fucking forever. Like on whatever opposite side that is not doing the isotonic contraction, you have to do an isometric contraction. So whichever one is moving, that one's going to be up and down. The other one side that isn't moving, you're going to squeeze the fuck out of it. Basically, you want to create as much tension pushing into the ground, not lifting the weight up. I mean, like. That is probably the biggest cue that I can give anybody in terms of a, a unilateral push or whatever. Focus on the amount of force that you can import into the ground with your lower body and pushing that those hips down through the ground, either it's overhead or whatever, rather than pushing that weight up and pushing yourself into the bench. Um, that is just gold. Um, as part as as like kind of if especially when the mind of what i said the mind body mind muscle connection is such a big thing in the bodybuilding world and this creates even more stimulus because you're having to think about that isometric on one side and the isotonic on one the other and you're like all right i've got to have kind of be one with my body and i'm creating all this tension which believe it or not isometric contraction does build muscle i was like it's absolutely fine um it has micro tears blah 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 that actually happens on that side but it would be and the thing about it it will, it will eradicate compensatory movement yeah because you're going to lock down on certain bits mm. no doubt so it, it's an interesting thing when i do a single arm floor press for a lot of people i will ask them to go with um whichever arm is pressing up 
the leg position, so on a single arm floor press, I would ask if my left arm is pressing, I will have their left leg up and their knee up and flat on the floor and their right leg straight out. Um, because I want them to have an extension and a flexion pattern through their hip so they can push into the ground on the opposite side. So they're going to drive that foot into the ground and drive that heel into the ground. It's going to create more tension. They're going to stay more stable. Um, exactly the same thing's happening when they're unilaterally pressing. They need to try and drive a hip down and you'll see them try to rotate and push it up instead of staying flat. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, I think there was Mike Robertson who kind of drilled it home for me. Um, when he, so you actually introduced him to me um, way back when. Right, Mike Robertson's training systems, right, in over in the states in Indiana, um, I think. But he obviously he does a lot of work with American football players, like off season and training those guys, and he will almost kind of eradicate the people who are doing bilateral pressing for absolute tonnage and basically like take one weight away and then ask them to press it unilaterally. And there was not a hope in hell that any of them could do it. And they were like, well, you're not strong <laughs> unilaterally. And guess what you're doing? Like when you're pushing fucking defenders and stuff out of the way, both arms yeah. aren't working in complete conjunction. They're going to be at slightly different angles, slightly different pressing angles, slightly different, like whatever's, and yeah, they were like, you've, and then he had like, he basically did it. I think he couldn't shift like a 30 kilo him himself. He was like benching over a hundred kilos for reps and he couldn't shift like a 32, 34 kilo dumbbell properly for the same amount of reps. And it was like, something's wrong here. Cause, uh, <laughs> I can double like bilateral press. Like what's the rule for us? We usually just take whatever's on the end of the bar is probably the rule. So if you can bench a hundred kilos, you can probably bench forties, give or take, um, so each side, so you can 80 kilos maximally on dumbbells for the same amount of reps you can do for 100 kilos. That'd be, that'd be good, I would say. That would be good. That's a, that's a rule of thumb, but a high rule of thumb. But if you were to take that away and ask the person who could do the 100 kilos to try and bench the 40 kilo unilaterally, I'm going to go on a limb and say 99.9% .9 of the people will not be able to do it. It's just not done. No. And it shorts out um, a lot of stuff as well. Shoulder issues. The other thing as well, they also they also posted a video of, I want to say his name's Joel Seedman. Let me find it. I've recognised that name. Yeah, Dr. Joel Seedman. You follow him, so you should know him. Um, <laughs> PhD I think I got in centre as well. I think I got yeah, centre. PhD in kinesiology, owner of Advanced Human Performance, S&C, Athletic Performance. Is it uh, unstable whatever. surface training? He's an yeah, and it's all. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He exactly. basically gets people doing like with a barbell with two tens on the end, doing like rowing like that. Mm. Obviously, it's a bit of like a core exercise or whatever. I don't know. Um, some of this stuff looks a bit fucking crazy. Oh wait, some of it looks bonkers. His unstable surface training is bonkers. Some of the other training is really good, and some of it I'm like. Some of the bits I look yeah. at, and I'm like, that looks quite cool. And other bits yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are what you doing? What's going on? Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I'm exactly. I do follow him, yeah, um, Dr. Joel Seaman. Um, but I'm the same. Like, some of it is gold, and then some of it's like, I'm not touching that. That's where you critically think. Yeah. You're like, I'm not touching that with a fucking bar pro. I have no idea what's going on. You're thinking either on a completely different level to me, or that's it doesn't pass the. It looks like. Yeah, I think I think it's one of those things where his his exercises seem that specific to that person. Do you know, like it's like so unique. 
yeah I, I, in a way like, i just think like, i'm like nah my clients would never need any of that. <laughs> but, um, yeah it's trying to find that balance isn't it between the two but yeah it's um so i followed him and then i followed dr john rusin the other day is that how you say it rusin, like john that. rusin. um yeah. again i just i just have i just don't follow i haven't followed many people in the training realm and it's something that i want to make sure that i do um only because i think with getting the home gym and stuff like i'm obviously gonna limit the equipment i've got i need to start being more creative with it and i find that i get creative once i start seeing other people be creative yeah, and yeah. i then start thinking to myself okay how would i apply this would i need to go that far with it no can i do this with it though yes where else could i go with it how else can i change things <laughs> but and- john john Rushen's another one who he's similar to that joel Seaman. probably not as crazy but an angry yeah. fucking crazy guy as well no it talks a lot of sense but also has drips of mental in there as well and you have to you have to pick it out and be like actually i don't agree with that or actually but that's perfectly fine because it doesn't follow my ideology like i don't want them to be like oh i'm just going to copy the whole everything you do like that's Mm. that's dumb as fuck you're going to get caught out um so yeah create your own ideology right pick and choose stuff that you like um but yeah you like repressing forever bruh overhead yeah incline maybe not incline so much i don't know a lot of incline unilateral pressing i do a shallow incline like a 15 degree one did that today actually with some people um but i don't tend to do just incline pressing i don't do a lot of incline pressing just do normal dumbbell incline pressing to be fair yeah mm, but that's for people with like shoulder issues generally if they can press overhead they're probably going to use a landmine shock landmine unilateral pressing there you go fuck off that's yeah. definitely in there <laughs> definitely in there yeah definitely exactly. in there because <laughs> it's 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 harder to set up the fucking other one as well it's hard to set up and it's more confusing because you're not going to do a landmine press seated and when you're doing it standing or in a half kneel you're in a staggered stance so it makes sense to do it unilateral because then you haven't got one dominant side fucking hell um yeah, yeah just all Otherwise, it doesn't look. It doesn't look right when somebody's bilaterally pressing in a staggered stance. It's like, what are you doing? That's not right. Yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't do the contralateral motion test kind of thing. All right, mate. Um, you talked about it before the show in terms of veganism, burgers. You wanted to invest, and it's it's also something that I probably, without really knowing it, I've done like. In terms of not in terms of dairy and animal product, and I don't have really any cow's milk anymore. Not by like I don't know normality, but I think it's just because I don't know. I t- I tend to buy oat milk and soy milk now instead. Oof, no, we still buy milk, but um, mm. yeah, no, I just I just um, I was just thinking of investing money in Beyond Meat, which is the obviously the plant-based meat alternative that looks and feels like meat and it's supposed to be just like meat and stuff like that. Um, I just think, again, whatever my opinions on vegan products and, and meat being healthy is, I can just see in the next five to 10 years, I think that governments are going to start intervening on the amount of, of, of animal produce that we're allowed to farm because main, mainly because of the, the impact on climate and stuff. I think that whether the science is there or not, I, I don't know. I've not researched it huge amounts. I would imagine it would easily be cherry-picked and all that sort of jazz. But I just think 
that at some point governments are going to make a stand and they're going to say that that's one thing that they're going to commit to. And with the way the world is going, a government will, I think, get in power based on a manifesto of we're going to make sure we cut animal produce and increase plant-based products. I just can see the world going that way. And I think, I just personally think that we're all going to find it harder to come by meat on a not not harder to come by that sounds wrong i just think that over the years that we're just naturally as a as a species going to evolve to to these sorts of products and i also think that within five to ten years there will also be um the genetically made you know meat-based lab products like it will be made in a lab it won't be farmed because of that whole greenhouse gas stuff and all the jazz and all the what it takes to feed and all that thing with with animals i just I don't know if it was because I think I watched David Attenborough's documentary. I think it was in that as well. They talked that. about changing yeah. the, They talked about changing diets towards plant-based diets to save the planet and all this sort of stuff. And I think that when you start talking about it from that point of view and start talking about saving planets and governments and things are being lobbied to change the way they do things. And yeah, I just I, and again from a purely selfish point of view, like I'm not going to lie, like invested money in it because I thought I could make money on it. Um, yeah, I mean, but I if also, you done, if you've done also, it in 2019, then you'd have been cracked on it when they were probably uh, going yeah, for it. Yeah, well, I when think yeah, obviously 2020, the best time, they, the best... they surged 500 percent. Yeah, the best time to buy it was when they first oh. went live, and the second best time <laughs> is today. So it's you know it's literally like it's, it's that thing. But mm. I just feel that. Um, I think over over time we're all going to have to change that, and I think that we're going to start going to restaurants, and they're going to have these sorts of products on menus, and it's going to be a case of I've done it. I've we've been it's to. It's not going to taste any different, so it's like well, why wouldn't you kind of thing. I think that's the way. It, I went. Yeah. There's a there's a place called Mildred's um, that I've been to, which is what actually we went in a veganuary, and uh, yeah, it's com- a completely vegan menu at that time, and honestly, stands up with any food that I've had. Like it was yep. incredible. I, th- I think it's, I think it's going to go that way again. Not from a, not from a health, from a, like a we're healthier for it. I yeah. just from a planet, it's from a planet and a climate thing. I think that's where they're going to, that's where they're going to make the change. And that's where I so think you, that so the government's going to be lobbied. The impossible burger, which hasn't gone public yet. We've, you researched that last. And then you got yeah. beyond meat, beyond sausage. Apparently is another. Is that not the same as beyond meat? That's just, I think it is. Yeah. Company. Yeah. There because um, there's the one who was the one that did burger king in england because we tried it we tried it on a pocket on our um on our youtube channel i thought it was impossible burger that's i think burger that's, king, i can't remember who it is um i thought it I was did, beyond I've, I've done the one because they called it beyond something i did did you try it with me uh, uh wall burgers because wall burger got their plant-based one no i didn't try that with you. Well, i've tried that one it was okay. Yeah, because that whole, the, I'll tell you why, because the whole thing about the, the Burger King one was that it wasn't actually super for vegans because they cook it on the same grill as the meat, but it was like, it's plant-based. That's what I'm saying is I think that's the way it's going to go. When people aren't going to be saying, oh, this is because vegans are great and veganism is great. It's not that. It's going to be plant-based stuff. Yeah. It's going to be that way. Um, and the more people that get involved in it, the more the, the better it's going to taste, right? You like it's Ab- gonna, Abbott's gonna... Butcher Chorizo. That sounds... Chorizo. I want to know how they make that. Then you got before the butcher. There's another one. Uncut. Yeah, the, ve- the vegetarian butcher. This one was from the Rebel Whopper. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. I mean, it's definitely something. <laughs> Is plant-based meat bad? <laughs> I love those questions that that Google shows. <laughs> they're so oh, they're so awful. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
uh, yeah, absolutely disgusting. And then uh, lastly, now before we before we wrap this show, and it's just been—I don't know whether it's stuff that I've searched or obviously the, the series listening on me and stuff like that, or on the TV. I've seen a rise in Huel meal replacement shake adverts. Is this oh. making a comeback? Is this a is this a good thing? Uh, what is your opinion on the meal replacement shake? I believe that's what they are, right? Human fuel, fuel. Yeah, I don't, I don't like them. Don't think they're oh, worthwhile for anyone. I think, I think yeah. you could just have a. If you really wanted to have a shake or something on the go, have a protein shake. Um, I don't understand why you'd add extra calories beyond protein into a shake. It makes zero sense to me. Um, eat it instead. Like, I don't get the whole uh, thing. And, and so for these people who don't have time to eat, see what I would, to- what I would suggest with that, Tom, is I think what would have happened is they would have had probably maybe new investment or something like that, and they've decided to try and launch something with it because yeah. um, they've tried to uh, I'm on their website now they've tried to launch like a new food new com- a nutritionally complete hot and tasty meal packed with carbs so they're basically in my opinion the way I think they're trying to go is like almost like you know like have you ever seen the Martian where they go on with their packs of food and they just like mix mm. them with water and make, eat yeah, it's yeah. like that do you know and it's like come on like I don't think it's I, I don't it's understand. not real food it's not Food's tasty so good right like food yeah. like so good i mean can we just take a minute and just think about food for a minute like yeah it's so, so basically <laughs> what they've made here what they've made here right basically is a pot noodle but only with healthy yeah, stuff in it I've rather seen. than bad yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. that's what they that's what they did that's a new product they've launched basically um i don't i just don't don't get it if you're lazy or whatever then maybe were you, it's good were you in uni were you, uni were you a pot noodle or a super noodle Neither. But you know, did you never have any? No, I was mate. I had some standards. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I think like baked beans I, on toast, like not much, not much better. But baked beans on toast. <laughs> 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 that would be my statement. Thank you. Um, yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah. I think, when I, when I, think, I when I fancied a treat, mate. Yeah. <laughs> in I think it was in sixth form. I used to have a few like super noodles. I think in like the the sixth form common room, combustible. The cafeterias or the other the other like side of school. Then you got your driver's license, so you could. Uh, Go somewhere else. We our school was in the middle of fucking nowhere, but um, yeah, super noodles over that, mate. Not good. I'd rather have that than Huel. I've not tried one. Oh, hundred percent. I just don't get. It. I'm just looking at it now. I don't get it. They've got a black edition, which is less carbs and more protein. So what? It's just a, a better protein black? shake. What? Is it a black shake as well? It's, I just don't get it. If it's a black Zero shake, that's gonna, leave, that's gonna leave your teeth in like absolute mess. Not a great place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just more. It's Dan, just more he loves crap. charcoal. Look at him. Yeah, just yeah. like black and dark. It's just more of this. It's more stuff that doesn't actually educate people about nutrition. Doesn't actually help them anyway. Oh, it's just like, come on, we're we're better than that. We are better than that. I'd actually rather eat plant based beyond meat products than that. Correct. So, um, yeah. on a side note, we we went to uh, Burger and Beyond on Friday for our last oh, meal. For last meal oh. that we were, we were allowed out with friends. We haven't eaten out. We haven't eaten out at all, really. Because I think as well with the dogs now, we just don't really want to leave them for too long. Yeah, so we just yeah. haven't bothered venturing out, really. And taking them with you is going to be a nightmare with all the fucking distancing and stuff. So we just haven't bothered. But um, I, do, I am missing going out. And we have got a burger place nearby. I should maybe get a collection. Yeah, we did a... Down at Magu. Drive down to Magu. Drive down to Magu, mate. Definitely worth it. We did the two two dirty tots, two like bone marrow so gravy. Good. 
uh, fries uh, like poutine. Mate, when, then, I, when I next come to visit you in London, that's where we're going to go. Yeah. It's such yeah. a good place. Like, I'm, and so I think, good. I think, like, you go for the sides more than the burger, but like, yeah, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very good. It's so good. All right, mate. Any other business? No, not from, uh, not from me. Not from me either. Um, we're definitely on next week, but I will be turning thirty at some point. Oh, he's getting old oh, now. Look hey. at that, mate. Tommy is younger than me. Over the hill. <laughs> Not we'll record before I'm thirty. It's fine, but counting the days, mate. Nine days, circa nine days, hanging on. Such an old man now. I know. Might as well just retire. Won't last very long. Yeah, but yeah, no. <laughs> give up, mate. Just give up now. Give up. Give up, mate. All right. Um, thanks for listening. We will catch you next week. See you.